Today, we are going to be talking about growing up brown and fitting in. If you are a brown kid or you're a parent of a Desi kid and you've either grown up or your kids are growing up outside of India, this is especially for you. Today, we're going to be talking about representation from the perspective of Maitreyi Ramakrishnan, a Canadian Tamil actress who plays Devi in a Netflix show called Never Have I Ever. If you haven't watched the show, keep listening. You absolutely do not need to have watched the show to join the discussion we're going to be having today. Welcome to Masala Takes. This is a place where I share my take on stories from the internet and all things related to human dynamics, culture, identity, and community. Let's get started with today's episode. Today we're going to be talking about Never Have I Ever. And for those of you who haven't watched the show, it follows the story of a girl named Devi who navigates high school after the unexpected loss of her father. She's also navigating her sense of self and undergoes what I see as a cultural transformation, from truly rejecting her culture to inviting her friends to embrace it. I think this is a journey that a lot of South Asians embrace and face, Um, and it's not necessarily something that people figure out in high school. I think that's why even as a woman in my 30s, I found Never Have I Ever so interesting to watch from a cultural evolution perspective, because I didn't go through my cultural evolution until much later in life. I'm going to be sharing two clips. Uh, The first one is from season one, and the last is from season four, which is, I think, the final season. And it just shows a little glimpse into Devi's cultural evolution. So let's just watch those right now. They seem cool here, but can you imagine how dorky they would look doing this anywhere else? That's my sister, Preeti. Her Bollywood dance group was in the Macy's Day Parade on a float sponsored by Ziploc. So who looks dorky now? All right, let's do this. Hey, what are you doing? You'll see. Yo, listen up. This is for Patti, who thinks I'm a coconut. Ready? So now that you kind of have a sense of what Never Have I Ever is about and the cultural evolution that Devi faces, I wanted to share a couple of interview clips that Devi has done about the show and about her personal life and just share my take on some of the things that she says. Maitri Ramakrishnan, who plays Devi, is like such an amazing person. She's so thoughtful in her responses and her approach to life. And I just love hearing everything that she has to say. Um, So I think it's just such a great starting point to have a conversation about representation. So in an interview with Now Toronto, here's what Maitri had to say about fitting in as a person of color. So in high school, she already feels other because she's known as an unfuckable nerd, right? (laughs) But even in her own culture with people that look like her, she still feels other. And I felt that way too. Like, Yeah. yeah, for sure. So in like high school, there was a group of like Tamil girls. And they all hung out together. They spoke Tamil. They did Bharatanatyam. They all went to the same Bharatanatyam teacher. Like, they all hit up each other on, like, their Thursday afternoons. And I was like, cool. Okay. (laughs) And I remember one of these girls telling me, like, oh, yeah, my mom doesn't allow me to have boys over. And I'm like, oh, my mom's pretty okay with that. Because I have a lot of guy friends. And, like, she knows that. And then she's like, oh, well, that's because your mom's not as Tamil as mine. (laughs) <laughs> I got mad. I got mad. I got heated. But definitely I still felt like other. And I was like, this is whack. 
I can relate to this so hard. I say this as someone who moved to Canada pretty young, but I'm also speaking to all those parents of kids who are now growing up as first-generation Canadian or American. The interesting things of Indians who grow up abroad is that there's such a wide, wide range of what it means to be Indian or Tamil or Desi or whatever you associate with. Like, even between my husband and I, we both are from the same culture, background, we're both the same caste even. Um, We have the same religion, but our take and our approach to our culture and our religion is so different. It's like literally night and day sometimes. It's like, how are we a part of the same community? Um, And in society, it's interesting because we're grouped together with such a wide net. Like, oh, you're brown? Do you do that Bollywood stuff? Um, And it kind of leaves us feeling misunderstood, I guess. I mean, if you look at what Maitri said, my mom was the Bharatanatyam teacher. So I was a part of this Bharatanatyam crew who didn't have boys over. Um, but I was also grappling with this fact that even though I had this place to fit in, I didn't really fit in. I mean, I didn't associate with the religion. I never really spoke the language. And I wasn't even sure what parts of the culture that I associated with and I liked at the time, I was just kind of going with the flow. And the interesting thing about growing up Desi is that a lot of who we are and our association with to the culture especially, it was kind of dictated for us. And until I left the house, I honestly didn't even know where I fit in with my sense of self. So like, how was I supposed to fit in with this world around me? And so much of the focus, especially when we're younger, is fitting in. It was something I tried way too hard to do, and I honestly failed very badly at. Like, I didn't fit in at home, I didn't fit in at school, and especially like in my teenage years, I watched a lot of Disney Channel, and I really didn't see myself in the characters I saw on TV either. I didn't see myself in Lizzie McGuire or Hannah Montana or the high school stars, and that makes it harder in a way growing up when you don't see the people around you looking like you. So... There's no real role models that you're relating to, and that does make it a lot more challenging to navigate. The way Never Have I Ever Did This, and the thing I really loved about that show was the effortless way that they integrated the representation. It wasn't like, oh, nice, there's a token brown character. I mean, I remember there used to be one Disney show that I watched growing up, and there was a token brown character named Ravi. And... He even introduced himself as Ravi, not Ravi, which would probably be the more correct way to say that name. Um, And sometimes I think about modern shows like Schitt's Creek. One thing that resonated about that show, and I loved that show, like I loved everything about that show. But one thing that resonated with me was that there was one token brown character on the show, and it was kind of the only repeated character that didn't have any character development. And that was just such a stark thing for me to see. So one thing never have I ever did so well that some of these other shows didn't really do was they allowed the brown people, the Asian people, the black people to be the main character. They had their main character moments. They all had the character development, the stories that they were telling. And I just thought it was so cool how they did that. Specifically, what they did well was the specificity in representation. Like Devi wasn't just a brown girl, like Ravi was a brown guy in the Disney show that I mentioned earlier. She was a Tamil girl. And that was so cool and so comforting to watch. Like Maitri talks specifically about specificity in her Never Have I Ever season four launch event. Here is a clip from that event. It's the only one I could find, along with the stitch from the comedian Taha Likes You. His recap is also super impactful and interesting to listen to. So let's just play a little bit of that and then we'll talk about it. 
so scared of specificity. And there's nothing wrong with specificity. No, because I was at this event and this like rant that my three went on was amazing and really, really shifted the way that I even consider the content that I make. My three talks about the way that specificity when it comes to cultural representation is actually a really effective way of helping people not only engage with their culture, but people from outside the culture to learn about it or engage with it. And so what that means for me is that when I make South Asian content, um, it's not just South Asian content, like I'm half Indian, half Pakistani. It's okay for me to be like, this is an Indian thing that I really like. This is based on a Pakistani thing I really like. But- now let's talk about specificity. Specificity is what made the show for me. As a Tamil person, it is so rare that we see ourselves represented in media. I mean, even in Indian movies, Tamil people tend to be a caricature or a trope. You know, like very rarely have we seen things like a Navratri Golu or a Tali being worn at a wedding or even like a grandmother being called Pati just so effortlessly. And seeing that in Never Have I Ever... It was a game changer. I think it healed a part of me inside. And it was an eye-opener on my own self-reflection as well. I think what we tend to do as Indians and as Desis, especially when we're living abroad amongst other cultures, is we tend to generalize our experience to make it more palatable. We are so keen on fitting in, and we're so afraid of letting our culture or our background or the color of our skin take on that main character energy. I don't think we're afraid to be main characters, but I think we're holding back subconsciously on what parts of ourselves we're willing to kind of show and let go because we're trying to fit in so badly. Even two other Indians, I've seen Tamil people refer to their grandmothers as Nani, or grandma instead of pati. And this is such an interesting thing like we face as like even a minority within Indians is that we always try to minimize our experience to make it more palatable. And it's something I haven't seen other cultures do personally. Like I've never seen an, you know, an Italian person refer to their grandmother as pati to make me feel comfortable, but it's something that we would do to make them feel comfortable. And I think that's something that's interwoven into society in such a big way. Like growing up, for example, I added Canadian accents to Indian words to make myself more palatable. Like I didn't even say Tamil as Tamil. I would call it as Tamil because that's what people called Tamil people. And I just didn't want to stand out and say something that would make people, you know, give me a second glance. It was something I did so subconsciously. And I think it was encouraged in a big way by media and society at large. When we look at Indian representation on shows like Bridgerton, for example, I saw some debates on TikTok on whether Edwina, so she was the main Indian actress who plays the love interest in season three. There were some debates on whether she was Goan or Marathi or Tamil or Hindi because so many different aspects of Indian culture were kind of mishmashed in. And we see this a lot with the token or even the main Desi characters. Like they're not a specific type of Desi. They're just brown. And And I was genuinely wondering if that was something that was done to make the character relatable to all Indians, or was it to make it more palatable to non-Indians? Was it intentional? Was it a lack of research? I'm honestly not sure. I know Bridgerton, of course, is like a very fake world, but I'm curious on your take here. But obviously, that generalization and trying to make my identity more relatable, that's something that I've done. So it's something that I'm very quick to recognize in the world around me. And it was something I was quick to recognize in Bridgerton for that very reason, right? I'm just projecting. So I think my takeaway on representation from Maitreyi and the show 
is that specificity is okay. In fact, it's more than okay. We actually become more relatable when we share the specifics of our experience, even to those who don't share that same experience. The reason for that is authenticity. When I call my party party and talk about my experiences for what they are, I'm showing up authentically. And I think that that's actually what we're all searching for in the connections that we make. I mean, it's great to have common ground and it's great to have some overlap, but really what we're looking for is like an authenticity in our relationships and being true to who we are. And that means being true to the specifics of our upbringing, the specifics of our culture. Some of my closest friends from undergrad, for example, they were not Indian and they were a big part of my cultural awakening. They attended my Arangetram, they wore saris, they, you know, met my extended family, they ate South Indian food with me, and I learned about all of their unique experiences as well. And to this date, they are truly the closest friends that I have. In fact, if I think about it, I've never met two people in general, like not even two Tamilians who have the same upbringing, the same values, the same way of thinking. So why... Can't we just be authentic to our true experience? All 7 billion of us on this earth have our own authentic experience and we should be comfortable to be true to them. And I think people are genuinely interested in learning about other people's cultures in a specific way. I think what happens is subconsciously or consciously, we feel a little bit scared that we're alienating people by being specific. Like, Will my podcast reach the right audiences if I use party versus grandma? Will my podcast reach the right audiences if I use karam versus spicy? And I think that we need to really think a little bit beyond that. Uh, and one thing we can say about Never Have I Ever is that they truly embraced specificity in a big way. They showed so many aspects of Tamil culture and the wide, wide, wide reach that this show has gotten should be a testament to the fact that people are okay with seeing other people's cultures for what they are and we don't have to generalize those experiences. We have talked so much about representation and specificity, but does it still matter? I mean, we see representation now, so why are we still talking about this? On that topic, I wanted to share one last clip of Maitreyi talking about representation in an interview she did with Nandini Balakrishnan on SES. And now, whenever I see some stories like, you know, movies, TV shows come to light, I have like this critical lens of like, why did that character need to be white? It didn't have to be white. Not saying that person didn't deserve the role or whatever it may be, but it's like, huh, they didn't necessarily have to all be white here. There is no reason why they need to all be white. We all have to share. Like, they're literally all white. Why? And it's like, you know, it, it really does suck. So representation does matter. It's unfortunate that this, the phrase representation matters has become so watered down because of how much we say it. But we still have to keep saying it because it's so important. Until we stop asking the questions, we have to continue to ask them. That When we get to stop asking them because they don't matter, that's when we've done it. So to react to this clip, I just want to reiterate that we have seen such a huge shift in representation over the last couple of years. But we have such a long way to go. It's amazing that people of color are being proportionally represented in mainstream media. It's amazing that we see brown people on television. And it's amazing that we're even having conversations on things like specificity. I mean, I never thought I'd see the day that a mainstream popular show would be casually incorporating my culture, my absolutely minority culture. It's We've come to such an amazing place when it comes to representation. But to Maitre's point, until it's truly normalized, we're not there yet. Like if we still need to ask the question about representation, that means we still have work to do. 
And it's so encouraging to know that my daughter is going to grow up in a world where she will see people who look like her on mainstream media and hopefully see the work that our generation has done to make the world a much more inclusive place. And while it's really no comparison, as a side note before we wrap up, I think Bollywood also has a really far way to go when it comes to representation. In a country that is so diverse in religion, thought, and even skin color, we see such a narrow view of beauty and tradition in mainstream Bollywood. We even see a narrow view on what it means to be Indian, especially as a Tamilian. I never felt represented when watching Bollywood movies, which truly says a lot. So as a final note, I always think about this podcast as a message to my daughter. What do I want to tell her about growing up South Asian? Or to be specific, as a second-generation Indian, Tamil, Canadian. And this is what I would want her to know. I would want her to know that her culture, her background, and the very specific way we embrace it is what makes her experience authentically hers. I would want her to know that her authentic self is so special and that she deserves to identify for herself through time what parts of her ancestral culture and the one she's growing up in that she wants to accept or reject. I want her to know that the friends who last the longest are the ones who truly understand and embrace her authentic self. And under no circumstance should she have to generalize or mute her experience to make other people feel comfortable. I would also finally want her to know that growth is absolutely okay. It's okay for her to change her preferences, the things she resonates with, and even her friends as she grows and evolves and figures out her identity. Have you watched the show? What are your thoughts on representation on mainstream media? Are we there yet? And have you ever modified your experience to make other people feel comfortable? Tell me all about it. I would love to hear all of your experiences. If you liked this episode and you would like to hear more, follow us literally everywhere at Masala Takes. We are a video and an audio podcast and I have so much more to share. Your love, support, and feedback is so important to me at this time. So definitely like, share, follow, and reach out to me. We are a brand new podcast and we're also on our evolution to figure out our identity as a podcast. So we will see you next week where I will be sharing my masala take on stories from real people on the internet. Bye.